wake me up before you go go to leave me hanging on like a yo-yo oh, wake me up before you go go take me dancing tonight <laughs> I don't know why I had the impulse to do that. <laughs> that, of course, was the uh, instrumentals and my voice uh, of the 1984 pop classic Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham, um, which is ironic because uh, in my intro song, which I'm sure you know because you've listened to this podcast, I explicitly say we couldn't afford the rights to any songs, so I wrote this one uh, because you know that kind of material could get flagged. I, I want to I just put that out there. I do not have the rights to that song. They probably cost thousands of dollars because it is a massive hit. Um, I just felt like doing it. I don't know. It's been stuck in my head for a while. I've been singing it in my car uh, just to, to not, nobody, just myself, just like going crazy, which is like almost like a caricature of myself of like what people believe who I am. They're like, does this motherfucker just wake up every day and just like sing happy ass dumb shit? And like, I, sometimes I'm that, but uh, yeah, I just had to get that impulse out of me and just fucking do it. But um, I'm also in a really great mood because I just did a really awesome podcast with a really awesome dude. Um, Bo McDowell. And I promise you, I promise you, you're going to hear that name again because this motherfucker is going places. God damn. Does he have drive? Um, Bo McDowell is a comedian uh, from Connecticut and he's doing big things in comedy as far as like just hustle hustling like a motherfucker. He also records a podcast out of this studio. Believe it or not, I actually um, helped him. I don't want to say helped him start it, but I got him in touch with my producer who then that took a, you just went and just ran away with itself. It's, you know, Bo knows is the name of his show. And, um, it's, it's a whole other thing now. I'm really fucking proud of him for doing it. It's, it's cool that he, like he hit me up to just like that initial, you know, how do I get in touch with your producer and all that? And then he just did it, started a thing and it's cool. It's, it's, it's awesome. I'd love to be on it one day. I'm not sure if I'm funny enough to be on a show like that. Cause it's one of those shows where you gotta be like funny and I'm not funny, but, um, yeah, dude, uh, check Bo out. He's great. But like, I definitely had an idea of him that was completely off. I just assumed he was, I definitely assumed he was an asshole. And that was mainly off of our interactions that we've had online. And I think it's important to remember that like online, the internet, that's not real. Like I'll personally tell you straight up, the person that I am online is not real. It's a character. It's not even like a caricature of myself. Like it's a character. I'm not who I, like, I'm not who I am online. I try to be like crazy positive usually online, especially Facebook. Cause like, it's just kind of what I want to put out into the world because I, I prefer peace over like fighting people. But like, yeah, I could fucking, I'm, I, I could be an asshole. I'm, I could be an asshole easily. It's not hard. It's, it's in fact, my impulse is to be an asshole. The nice guys who like I work on trying to be, you know what I mean? But uh, we got into it on this episode, man. It's just, Bo is a philosophical, smart, funny, caring psychopath. Like there's just, there's layers to that dude. He's this big, he's a big onion big big onion six four fucking linebacker of a man with just layers and layers to peel away and he's funny he's introspective he's driven he's broken but in a good way i mean what who isn't broken and he's has this new lease on life ever you know he's been sober for i believe three years and ever since he got sober i feel like he's just like working on this kind of like I'm here for a reason. I survived some shit that should have killed me. Let's fucking go. So I respect his energy. I respect who he is. I respect where he's coming from. And I just love this episode, man. I think you guys are going to love it too. It is, uh, it's one of my favorites I've done in a while. Uh, and I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Listen to every minute 
every minute, even if it gets boring for a second, I promise it picks, picks back up. Other than that, I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great ish, you know, as good as we could be right now. I feel I, I'm hoping we're on the tail end of the shit, right? We're running up on a fucking year of the twilight zone. So, uh, maybe that'll end soon, but yeah, stay healthy, stay safe, be beautiful. And, uh, we'll see you when we see you. Episode 54 coming at you with Bo McDowell. See you next time. Love you. Love you. And, uh, Oh, all oh, right. Before I forget, I love you fuckers. Peace. Couldn't afford the rights to any songs. So I wrote this one. We're not the best, but we're good enough. Let's start the podcast now. It's good enough. Uh, everybody, please subscribe to the Bo Knows Podcast. I was going to fucking plug it. <laughs> God damn it, Bo. I get I get that you only care about yourself, but I care about others. I would have, I would have, I was gonna plug it right now. I had such a good you, thing lined no, up to you say. Don't, you wouldn't have plugged it as good as I did. Oh my god! Go ahead, plug you it. Plug so, it. Uh, no, 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 you, no, did you great. plug it now. You Bo plug McDowell, it. everyone, the most insufferable motherfucker <laughs> in CT comedy. I was like, I was uh, sure my niceness was gonna trump your dickness, and right no off way. the bat, you beat me, dude. No way. You might be meaner than I am nice. I, I it's crazy. <laughs> I never thought I was mean. Like, dude, for years I. Well, I that's real mean yeah yeah like i never thought well i don't i don't think i'm real mean i think i'm i think i'm like crotchety mean like where and like i think most people know that like it's okay yeah they know like they know they where they stand with me right which i think is what i want is the people know like okay this is where you are to bow yeah and and that's i think because i don't like when when i'm with other people and Mm -hmm. i don't know where i stand with them and they're being fake nice to me it makes me fucking angry i want to fight them because i'm like what 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 I what am I to you? Yeah, you know what I mean. And I get oh, mad. God, I get that. I honestly so. get because like I definitely ha- I don't really hang around you too much, but like you yeah. only get like so so you're almost forced to like go off of what people's like internet personas are. Yeah. So like for me, I'm I'm like I was I've been dying to know like do you wake up hot? Yeah, bro. I yeah. Mean, dude, I wake up ready to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was at the gym this morning. And you doing said no caffeine. No cap. No, no, nothing. <laughs> I don't need anything for this brain. I wake right. up in the morning ready to murder. I go, I go straight to the gym. Right. I, I'm do, I was doing military presses this morning and barking at people, yeah, just yeah. strangers, that's just awesome. ready to kill them. You know what I mean? Like that's how. Because it's just, I'm at, I'm at a weird point in my life where, like, the drugs are gone, the alcohol's gone, like. There's no, there's no way for me to like, you know, work on like, I, I'm not going to get more sober. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, like, like right. Yeah, yeah. I already like have taken away all of the things. Right. Like if I'm not having sex, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'll yeah. lose my shit. So like I have, I have to like feed the beast somehow. Oh, I know exactly. And like mean. if it's anger, it's okay. I just have to like try and control it yeah. a little bit, you know? So have you been getting into working out like recently? I started seeing a trainer in July. July, yeah. And I started doing five days a week, and this guy just destroys me. Hell like, yeah, it's awesome. Though. No, like the the especially like the first bump of working out that like your hormones switch around a little bit, you get yeah. really fired up. Like that, yeah. all of that adds up to me because it's like it's almost like you're taking steroids without taking steroids because you are changing your body's physiology and yeah you're absolutely you know oh, when, your testosterone's through hell the roof yeah like, and yeah. i mean you start seeing and there's also the mental effect of like seeing yourself in the mirror and like is that a vein is that yeah. a little is totally. that a little mountain on my bicep right there and totally, like yeah dude, that yeah. shit just makes you fired up ready to go i think it's just more like it's 
I, I'm more in touch with my animal essence. Hell yeah. And my animal essence Fucking is extremely yeah. scary. Yeah. And it's hard. And I almost want to get rid of it. I'm like, fuck that, dude. That guy's that guy. You know, like he he can be convinced to do very very legal things very right, quickly. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not one of those people that gets angry uh, driving though. Like, if I if someone like That's cuts good. me off, I'm like, oh, whatever. You know, yeah. I, I don't give. A sh I'm also a bad driver. Yeah. So like, if if people are mad at me on the road, I'm not mad at them because I know it's my fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, the way I see that, like, you, I wouldn't want to get rid of that because it's like a superpower. Yeah. You know, to be able to have access to like the fucking beast within. Yeah. The way I always described it, it's fucking cheesy, and I'm sure you'd rip me apart for it. But it was like putting your demons to work like you totally. have you have a fucking monster inside of you you could yeah. use that to murder people and make them feel bad or you could use that to be a motherfucker in military press 500 pounds over your head and shout at people in their yeah, face at dude. the gym like that's who you want to be because mm -hmm. like that makes you better i would say yeah and it uh, i mean toxic masculinity is uh bullshit it's <laughs> it's it's like masculinity is like authentically toxic already yeah. like there's not you know what i mean it's like to to say that like masculinity shouldn't be toxic it's like to say that like a banana shouldn't taste like a banana right you know well, what i mean so the way i see masculinity like toxicity is toxicity and masculinity is masculinity i don't think right. they're the same i don't think they're the same fucking thing and they get conflated all the it's time just for a whatever dumb reason. Word. Yeah. it's a dumb phrase it's really easy to associate toxicity with masculinity but like i like use myself for an example like yeah powerlift strongman jujitsu all this broy joe rogan bullshit yeah but i also do musical theater so it's pretty it's gonna yeah. be tough to it's say a, that i'm a, a toxically yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. i'm not toxically masculine i'm yeah. i'm on paper probably a bit of a pussy but yeah. like you see the shit that i'm doing and it's like ah that's such a bro he prob his name is probably brad or some bullshit like yeah that. well you gotta you gotta match him up because like i you know we we do stand-up comedy right and like for me, stand up is where I get all the energy out and like where I can really like when I crush, I, I go home and I'm like, you know, I, I have a Benadryl and I fucking eat, drink some tea and I <laughs> put my thumb in my mouth. Do you really have Benadryl I, and tea yeah, after? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I had a nice night and yeah. now and now I'm back to being the pussy that I actually am. Interesting. Right. Yeah. When I go up on stage, I can kind of I can let the beast out and then I can also but be very deprecating about it and let people know <laughs> yeah. this isn't real. Like this, like me being crazy is not real. It's yeah. actually just a figment of my imagination that I'm portraying to you for fun. You know? Ah, okay. This this brings us into something. I'm I gotta ask the Hallmark question eventually, but yeah. while we're on the topic, so what you just described is that you have a, a character that you create on stage. Oh yeah, I think everybody does, but whether you, or not they believe that. So, and and I could play either sides of this argument, but I knew. The thing that you wanted to podcast originally, I I said something on Facebook and you were like, I'm sorry, did you just refer to yourself as an artist? Yeah. Inbox immediately. Yeah. Let's podcast. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's on his mind right now, but he yeah. wants to rip my fucking head off. <laughs> no, no, no. Like when I see thing, when I see somebody call themselves an artist that like, you know, is at, at the tight of where he could get is going to be like working in a strip mall. Yeah. I get upset. Right. You know what I mean? Cause I, I don't look at it as art. I look at it as like. As like something that I just have to do that I don't have control over. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's almost like an impulse rather than like a like something that I'm creating. It's funny. You're, you're basically saying that you're so much of an artist that you can't call yourself an artist because it's too. It's it, you have to earn it. Yeah, you have yeah. to earn the ability did to you, call yourself. Did you an like how hard I reached myself around right there? Yeah, I, yeah, it was I crazy. went behind my back yeah, dude, and then it, around can you put and your I pants jerked back myself on. off. <laughs> I really just put your pants back on. Get your dick off the podcast table, please. Yeah, that is that is. Graphic. And that's what I mean. That's what it really is, though. It's like I don't know. I I I I think I think. You can't you can't admit that you're an artist if you're a stand up because it immediately breaks the fourth wall of yeah. you being you. Yeah, that's you fair. Know? See, I guess the reason I, I throw 
and I hadn't directly called myself an artist. I referred to having not having artistic integrity. Right. But either way, I I definitely get what you mean. I feel like I guess I'm just a slightly different case because I will do things that are outside of the stand up comedy realm. Yeah. As far as like, yeah, I'll get on stage and and act. Yeah. You, you you know you box lesbians and box fucking, lesbians. Right. You, you paint with oil. I don't exactly. know, dude. I don't what do, do any really of that do? stuff. Box lesbians. That sounds so fun. <laughs> That's, isn't that what jujitsu is? It's um, just boxing there's, lesbians. There's, there's zero striking in jujitsu. So okay. yeah, it's not. So not you're box- just like standing I'm, next to them. I'm wrestling dudes. So okay. a little bit gayer than boxing. You don't have lesbians. to pay to do that. You can just call your friends right (laughs) (laughs) um and and i i love jujitsu for a similar reason you were talking about about like that kind of gets my animal out where like i already fought people this morning and i'm like i'm good i don't need to yeah i don't need to fucking flip out or go crazy not that that's really in my nature actually it is just as a fucking dirty guinea that's what we do we like i i come from a family of hotheads yeah like just people who will flip out over fucking nothing yeah yeah you're a very dumb animalistic people we are we are we're disgusting and um and i don't want to be that so like i do things to get that like Italians are toxic masculinity. But yeah, well, they're just problems. I yeah, mean, real. General. Yeah, I mean, generally like in debt, angry. Right. You know, hit their kids or whatever. You know, it's just think they're in the mob but aren't. Like, don't right. actually call any shots. It's but disgusting. It's Obviously, awful. most of you are just gross. To vile, me. It's vile very, people. It's problematic. And I realize that you know a lot of people's hatred for me is just stemmed in the fact that like I am. It's like my original sin of being Italian. You see, my name yeah, is yeah, Stefano, yeah. and it's like, yeah, I can't fucking trust a word this Guinea says. Why? Yeah, yeah. Why would I? Why? Would, <laughs> you, know, you shouldn't. You should. Yeah. There's yeah. enough of a track record of Italians to know that like anyone, anyone with my name. Yeah, it'd be a fucking awful. It's true. I mean, I just grew up with so many Italians and so many like Irish, half Irish, half Italian so kids. Like, are you from? Um, are you from this area originally? No, well, not like this area. I'm I'm from uh, Connecticut, uh, but I'm from like Wilton, which is like. You know, uh, pretty much New York. Yeah, like it's like right outside. West Forty, that, that yeah, vibe, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a New York suburb. Yeah, you know, I could be in the city in forty five minutes. Right, right. So, like, you get you're still getting like some Long Island accents mm-hmm. because like enough people have moved there. Or right. We, we just trade. Like, it, honestly, Long Island is a horrible place. Just like where I grew. It's yeah, just it's just bad. Like, it's a lot of where the Italian stereotype comes from. Is yeah. basically a Long Islander. Dude, I'm I'm used to that. I'm used to like you know my friends' parents wanting them to call me Auntie. You know what Ugh. I mean? Like it's just it's fucking weird. Yeah. And they, they suck, <laughs> and everyone thinks they got the best sauce or gravy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. just like get over it. Like it's right. just a constant circle jerk of like. And what's really weird about Italians is that they have this need to constantly like like yeah. celebrate things that don't. Like there's traditions that aren't traditions, right? Yeah, go ahead. Like, like I'll call a friend and be like, "Hey, man, you want to get lunch tomorrow?" And I'd be like, "No, I can't. Like my my uh, uncle Sal died." on that day 20 years ago <laughs> and uh you know he had waffles on that day the so old Peugeot, family, we gotta and, get know, together and have Peugeot so, and waffles so we're getting together it's yeah, just yeah, like it's i just can't like, do anything you can't hang out with me because a guinea died 20 years ago <laughs> is no, that what I'll, we're I'll, doing i'll admit italians are dramatic and cere- ceremonious very oh, ceremonious yeah. like you know the 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 pep the the fucking devil horn that yeah. bullshit. It's like it it goes a little beyond just standard Catholicism. It's culty. It's a little like exactly yeah. Your yeah. families develop these traditions. Like nah, yeah. every every Sunday we gotta eat sauce. I'm I can't do anything after you know yeah. after five o'clock. Yeah, yeah no, I get, it's, it's, just, it's it crazy. just doesn't make any sense. And it's also not working. Right. That's the best part is that it's never worked for you. No. You're from a you're from a family that has like is stuck in blue collar hell. Right. And you go to you go on cruises and call blue them vacations. Collar hell. 
You know what I mean? Like the, these these people have never like uh, you know risen to anything. Yeah. You know they're yeah. they're nowhere in right. their in their you know evolution in this country. Yeah. And yet it's like. <laughs> You know what I mean? And yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, we celebrate. It's like, stop celebrating dead people and yeah. start working. Yeah. Get a real job. Right. Sanzo. You know what I mean? So it's like very frustrating. That felt a little personal there towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But that's kind of uh, where I saw this podcast going. So yeah. um, I ask all my guests, and I've been. And I'm, fucking, by the way, I'm part Italian. So, I, I can yeah, tell. Yeah. I can tell. It's why it's, um, it's yeah, maybe the I one. Just have, I have Irish, I have uh, German, I have fucking Native American. I mean, I, I'm everything. The full, so the, there's the full no, axis of evil. A yeah, little bit of Japanese in there, too. I'm not, they tried to figure out what I was, like my grandmother and everything. Yeah. We were trying to figure out. I'm so much of everything that I can't be called anything. So really? I'm just a huge mutt. Yeah, it's oh, everything. Oh, God. I, I was hoping you That's were That's why I'm so fucking hot. I knew it. <laughs> I was like, really? You did it? Just turn that into you yeah. being some unique little butterfly you that, that only bullet challenge. You did it. I get around you did it. and I'm, I'm, I fucking yank my I was clock. Like, I was like proud of you for a second. I'm like, wow, he didn't make that about how awesome he is. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, dude, just like, yeah, your dick's out again. Put it away, Bo. <laughs> God, so yeah, I've been really curious about this one. Uh, you, you're obviously, you know, a little hot-headed, angry about a lot of stuff, it seems. Yeah, yeah. But I asked all my guests, so I'm so curious. What makes you happy? What gets you out of bed? Uh, I mean, I love sneakers. Are you a I sneaker love, guy? I've yeah. never got it. I never got sneaker th- culture. Uh, it's a new thing. No, no that okay. I've, that I've picked up since the pandemic. Actually, I've gotten really into collecting sneakers. What's your and thing? I love Jordans. Um, I also like my new thing has been Adidas. Like I've been trying to collect some older. I could fuck with a pair of Adidas. Adidas. Yeah, yeah I like then, I like them for working out. Yeah, like I love Air Force Ones. I have like the new Kyrie's. I have, uh, you know, I have Air Maxes, you know, 07, 95s. Like I, I like collecting them. And also it keeps me from watching the news because I feel like there's a lot of people right now who are just continually like, like I get calls all the time. People are like, oh, the news. Did you see what happened? Mm-hmm. It's just like get sneakers and shut the fuck right, up. Right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. at what point are we going to just enter into the hell that is the consumer society that we already built yeah. and just allow ourselves to just enjoy a pair of sneakers yeah. and watch a basketball who, game or watch a football game? Shut the fuck up. Who gives a fuck what the president said? Do you not have the Amazon app? It's just people who have wasted their lives. It's such a fucking yeah. waste. It's like if, if you sit there every day and you wake up, and this is for any one of uh, Stefano's listeners, if you wake up every day and you think about the president or uh, you know the state of the nation or the government <laughs> and how it's affecting you, and you go out and you and you wait for people to talk to you about it so you can give them your opinion, kill yourself. It's over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. let yeah. go. Otherwise, I'm going to find you and I'm going to light you on fire because <laughs> I'm done with it. You know what I mean? I'm real sick of it. Yeah. No, it's... it's- uh, well, the problem with it is that it's a, it's like you were just saying. It's basically people has. And we're ha- not talking politics. I'm just no, saying, no, God, no. Yeah. It's a lack of hobbies. It's a lack of hobbies, and, and people yeah. prete- they pretend to give a fuck. Yeah. In their hardest of hearts, I don't really think they give a shit. No, they don't. But they, it's it's like I'm not into team sports. I need a team to root for. So, I, it's it's so it's, I get in this shit. It's nationalism uh, regurgitated and like watered down into another brand. Like yeah, exactly. it's just like, oh, I, I'm better than you because and it's just it's fucking stupid. It's really pointless. So you buy sneakers instead. I get it. I buy sneakers. I, I wrestle dudes. I, yeah. yeah. I listen to music. Exactly. I listen to I listen to a lot of music. I love hip hop. I also love jam bands and all that. That shit. was another fucking thing that I wanted to talk to you about. I was so surprised. How the fuck did you become a fish guy? Fish. I, I started seeing fish when I was like 15. I run, seen down, like, run down the audience on fish real quick because I can't really talk about them. I'm not a fish guy. 
run, run. Just explain oh, to what Fish, Fish is. Fish yeah. is like one of the biggest jam bands okay. ever. Um, you jam, know, jam bands being like the Grateful I'm, Dead. Yeah, and those dude. I mean, they guys. sold out mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden like 13 straight nights. Mm-hmm. And, and, I'm, and I'm sure they could do that anytime they're in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, they I mean, they're. I mean, to explain them would would be crazy because it's just like they're one of the biggest bands ever. Perfect. And, uh, but here's the weird thing about like those, not culty, but but. Uh, they're the, culty for col- sure. The culty jam band culture sort of thing is that I had never, I don't think I've ever listened to a fish song before, but yeah. they have such a huge following that they could sustain that massive stardom without kind yeah. of really leaking into pop culture. They're just their yeah. own thing. Well, there's, I mean, th- th- it's so hard for uh, anybody to sell jam music because when you think about it, it's like <clears throat> the average fish, sh- fish song or rendition of it is going to take between like eight to 12 minutes, yeah. you know, some of them 20, right? So like, and if it's not two and a half to, you sorry. can't, you can't put it on the radio. Exactly. You never. can't sell it. You, c- you can hardly even use it for a commercial. So it's like, right. it's never going to hit that level, but also there's just legions of people who that's what they want to hear. And they, w- and they love going to live shows. So, right. so I don't think, yeah. So I was asking because like, you're you don't strike me as a fish guy i feel like fish people they're just like kind of grateful dead people you know a little yeah. on the hippie-ish side mm-hmm. they wear it i feel like grateful dead people need you yeah. to know that they're grateful dead well, fans is that I, something about here, fish people they the, hide it better here's the thing i don't need what i listen to to become my identity right there's a and, th- and that's the Round problem applause, there, everybody. there's a lot of people and it's it goes back to as i have a dashboard confessional tattoo <laughs> on my chest go on no but it, it literally goes back to like the people freaking out about politics it's like if you are taking anything that you do and making it your identity you have lost you did you, you yeah you've lost like i love fish i love the dead i've seen fish probably 40 to 50 times i've seen seen the biscuits the disco biscuits great man between 70 and 80 times i haven't you know been to 40 concerts yeah well i used to kind of tour i mean i had a bit of a problem with drugs so (laughs) you know what i mean you find yourself yeah um we could get into that a little bit whatever you're comfortable talking about uh, because how how many years removed are you from alcohol and and drugs three and a half years they stopped at the same time yeah yeah it wasn't one of those like i could drink for a little while no drinking was my main problem so like once i quit it doesn't make sense to do cocaine without alcohol involved that's a Um, fair point it would feel pretty silly so a question for you because i i get a Maybe not annoyed, but I get a little perturbed, a little confused by people who will like call themselves sober because they're sober off the thing that was a problem for them, yeah. but they'll still do a litany of other shit. Like somebody was like, hey, I quit drinking. I've been sober for three years. I'm like, don't you like bump Coke every now and then? They're like, yeah, yeah but you know, they don't have a problem with it. Like, what yeah. do you consider sobriety? Is there a definition for it? No, there isn't. I mean, I think that it is whatever you want it to be. Um, I think that the, the dictionary def- de- definition of sober is to not have substances in your body that mm-hmm. create a mind altering situation so caffeine should be so out. yeah i mean obviously there there are drugs that are not you know they're not narcotics like right. you're not dealing you know what i mean so but for me it's just i don't put anything in my system that like i don't feel comfortable with and the only things that i feel relatively comfortable with is like caffeine every now and then and then i i you know i still use nicotine but i, I got off smoke and i'm doing like these fucking bath salts that are basically for people that want to get off uh you know packing lips so yeah. i you know i don't know I, I, for me, it's, I just don't, I don't want to get high and I don't want to get drunk. And if I can't, I don't consider like smoking a cigarette, getting high. I don't consider, as most people don't, it's kind of like common sense though. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah, crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. There are a lot of people and recovery is, is, 
just like littered with people who have different sorts of mental illness and for sure they've compartmentalized the way that they live well, it's a sort, based it's a on form of self-medication you're absolutely you know, they're, they're, you're, you're only doing the drugs because you got a way bigger problem probably that needs other attention yeah and a lot of people will call that like a hole like you have like a hole in your fucking heart or right. your soul that you're trying to fill and like I don't know. For me, it's just if I put that stuff in my body, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And God like, damn, yeah. it's unfortunate, but like also I've already died. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean by already died? That's interesting. Like, I lived such a reckless lifestyle from 15 to 24 that by the time I was done, I looked like I should have been in a grave. Damn. You know what I mean? Like I, I was, I was fucked up. Yeah. And I, and I was ready to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like, no. I, I okay, mean, this I, is over. Yeah. So you know what I mean? And like, and then I was given a new life by you know doing. Don't say God. Don't say God. Don't say God. Uh, yeah. I mean, whatever, dude. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, but I'm like, I was given, I was given a new life, and um, and uh, and now it's like whatever. I don't just don't given a new. Oh, I right. We can't talk about it. I get it. Yeah. The the a program that shall not be named, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. It's more like it's more like when you when you fall that deep. Yeah. And you get that in that big of a hole, and then you crawl out of it. You're not the same person you were when you fell in, and you're not the same person you were even when you were climbing up. Yeah. You've now you're now living a completely different life because you're a completely different person. So I kind of look at it as like I had I had that situation. Like I I, I took care of it. I did all the things that you know suggested to do and like by friends and family. And uh, and now I have this opportunity to completely relive my life the way I actually dreamed of doing it. So. Dude, that's that's like, you know, that's like getting me emotional. God, yeah, I hadn't expected you to to, to have that uh, perspective. Yeah, it seems honestly. like you don't really get it. So. I don't. I <laughs> yeah, don't at all. Yeah. I, well, because I I know you you strike me as a guy who's like a pure comic who just wants to be funny, silly. And then no. I'm like, I didn't I didn't know that you uh that, that you've had that kind of revelation. I I, I didn't know that much about your past with uh yeah man and, drugs I, and alcohol. And like you know, I mean, you mentioned God, and uh, I I uh, you know I fucking I love God. Hell yeah, you know dude. what I mean. I'm not like uh, I'm not I'm not religious in any way like yeah. i don't go to church or anything but i just look at god and i think this is you know i don't want to bore people but i no please i i look at god as just like an energy um that is just stands for pure love yeah. i i know? didn't mean don't say god don't say god it's like I, I didn't want this to turn into like some like the but and by the grace of god and like would just be it's like a like a god oh podcast, it's almost like a, a god cast yeah. if you yeah, will yeah. and i don't want that um no no but like i i i, I appreciate what you like i still think that's no, I just religious. think there's so many different ways to spiritually conceptualize yeah. what you believe. Yeah. So, you know, I chose one that's good for me. If other people want to do it, that's cool. Yeah. Like, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And like, I think, uh, yeah, I think that kind of stuff. So when you go back to like fish and like this, I, I lived a life where mm-hmm. I was pretty much just fully suppressing who I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And- so you pick up different identities. Right, I was right. the kid. I had a drug rug and the fucking, oh, you know, I had, and I was really? selling weed and fucking doing all this different you stuff. You strike me as the guy and, who kicks someone's ass for being one of the drug yeah, rug well, kids. It, you don't, you won't be able to tell what you'll do until your identity depends on what you're doing. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like if you attach too hard to anything, you eventually become a cartoon. Yeah. And that's something that I try to talk about a lot on my show because there's a lot of people that find themselves in in these situations where they sound ridiculous they look ridiculous and they don't know why and they and it's just because they've gone too far mm-hmm. with whatever they believe to be their yeah. identity and it's good to stay in the middle man you know i think i think on the way to developing your own identity you're gonna borrow some here's some like templates that you could try out that's what comedy is exactly yeah. 
but eventually you have to be Bo McDowell or be Stefano Sanso. You, you have to be somebody. And yeah, I think a big problem of what's going on right now is people latch a little bit too hard to their thing, whatever their thing is. And yeah, and, man. Well, I mean, when I started doing stand up, I was doing <laughs> Bill Burr. Yeah. And I didn't know that until it was like, yeah, that's like somebody said it like after a show, they were like, not in a mean way. They were like, dude, you sound so much like Burr. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing it's half it. a compliment. And then the other half, yeah. but yeah, early on, that's pretty much what every stand-up yeah. comedian does. And then I pick up another one, and I gotta burn him out, and mm-hmm. I pick up another, one and I gotta burn him out. Exactly. And then eventually, it just becomes more and more whittled down to me doing me. Yeah. So. You find uh, I discovered this with uh, with some some of my acting experience, but you could apply it to anything. You find a little piece of yourself in every character that you play. Yeah. And same thing with comedy. Like you've every bit of other person you try to be, every bit of yeah. team that you try to emulate. You find a little bit of who the real you is there, yeah. and you just grab that out of it, and like, thank you for the experience. I'll still always root for this, but that's not me entirely. I'm yeah, more, yeah. I'm more than just that thing. And you move on. You just keep on trying out different things, and yeah, discovering you're all. Everybody is all over the place. All yeah. people, I think, are all over the place. You, someone, you'd be surprised. Like I know there's some people who've never stepped foot in a gym. Yeah, but they will find a little bit of like that's where like the broiness of me comes mm-hmm. in, and where I like try to get I, I like to try to get people to not get into working out, but get into being active in some way and find what part of you is there. Because yeah. like yeah, you probably didn't know that you have this fucking monster inside of you yeah. that just wants to throw weight around and shout at people. Sure, dude. <laughs> you know, and I, I think honestly, like you know, before the pandemic, I I didn't really work out because I didn't need to. I was busy all the time, mm-hmm. and I didn't care and. I was bigger, but I wasn't that big yet. And you, like, you have the genetics of someone who, if you eat a relatively decent diet, you're going to be a pretty formidable person. I'm going to be big no matter. I'm always yeah. going to be a fucking big dude. Always going to be. A big I, dude. It's yeah. hard for me to lose weight, mm-hmm. and but it's easy for me to put on more and more muscle. Yeah, you don't got to tell so, me. I'm, yeah. I'm your body type, but like a size down. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, so like, yeah. you're just like the tall version of me. But um, the better version, yeah, the much yeah, better version, that, right, yeah. right, yeah, more, more <laughs> listeners on your podcast, more successful stand-up career, more, you know, make more money than me, <laughs> fuck more bitches, literally every single aspect okay, of life. Right. You've not even made me feel bad. Don't do that. Well, and I saw your cock; it's twice the size of mine. <laughs> All of it, no. But um, the uh, yeah, no, the you you found like I I know that you've also been getting into working out a little bit, and you you were talking about Reese uh, a while back that you were losing a little bit of weight but you you were saying how like it's not about a journey like and oh, i actually yeah. did actually uh that was the the initial reason i wanted to podcast with you i wanted to talk more about it like i still appreciate like some people the way that they motivate themselves is by putting it out there and it gets a little much but yeah i understand it like what so you lost you did lose a little I, bit of yeah, weight well, when you started I, working out i loathe self-marketing I loathe it. And you know me. I do it all the you time. Do. Like, <laughs> yeah. I constantly am putting out clips of my show. Yeah. I'm constantly being like, here's the next one. Here's the thing. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, I'm always letting people know. I'm throwing up photos of myself doing stand-up. I'm fucking right, right. T- taking tweets. But I'm always doing self-promotion. Yeah. And I hate it. Right. I hate I hate the feeling when you post something and you go, I hope this does well. Mm-hmm. I hate that. It's disgusting. It's yeah. wrong. It's what's wrong with this generation. It's what's wrong with this, like, with social media and this yeah. whole, like, fucking huge monster that we've created. So I hate it. But I especially hate it when there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. I hate it when somebody is promoting themselves for doing something they should be doing. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm, I'm promoting myself because I have art 
to show people. Yeah, I have rough. work. I have <laughs> better word. Work. I have yeah, work yeah, that I can go. show you. Yeah. If if you're working out and you're going, ah, I look a little better today, I, I might inspire someone else. Leave it alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's for you. It's not no one cares about your journey. Right. Fuck your journey. Is yeah. is that's the way I always think of it because like no one would ever care. Like I've lost a lot of weight and mm-hmm. then I've put it back on and then I've lost a lot. I've lost yeah. sixty pounds three times in my life. <laughs> Dude, I'm so, you know I am fucking on that train with you. I yeah. mine was bigger swings. I lost the first time I really got into weight loss, I lost a hundred pounds. I think yeah. within three years I put on eighty. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, and uh, so that was the interesting thing for me was like and no one cares. No, really, nobody cares. Not really. No, I mean it got. So sh- why are you posting it on fucking Facebook go- or Instagram? Right, right, right. No, you're. It's it's a good point. You'll get it's, pussy. It's a good point. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're you right. Know? But it's not for me personally. I I basically I made a lot of mistakes. Right. So yeah. so so to to go back, it took me about i'm 27 now but we're talking about a few years ago to get to 324 pounds which was my heaviest yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at 510 that's a big boy it's a big 524 yeah. jesus we were rolling you down <laughs> oh, the fucking yeah. i was a barrel street yeah i was dude. a barrel with feet Damn. and um so that's, I, that's thick, how big dude. i was yeah so and in a year i lost 100 pounds so it took so uh, at 22, it took me 22 years. The first 50 must have came off in like two yeah. months. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So, uh, 64 pounds in 90 days. Whew. Yeah. So, but point being, it took me 22 years to get up to 324. It took me one year to get down to 224. It took yeah. me three years to gain 80 of it back. Yeah. And I was like, there's something wrong with me that isn't just I eat too much. Because... No, yeah, it's an addiction. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. And that's where the reexamining came in, the journey, the all this bullshit. That's where I'm like, I would like to show people the mistakes I made so that you never have to regain 80 fucking pounds. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of what I'm trying to put out there. Yeah. But yeah, it could be a little fucking egregious and annoying. To me, it's also like if you follow me, um, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so all my friends complain about what I do on social media, and I'm like, I'm fucking following. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, nobody, I'm not holding a fucking gun to yeah, your yeah. head. I get that too. If you don't There's, like what yeah. I'm putting out there, you just click the fucking button, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 a masochist if you're complaining about me about what I do. Well, but. also if they know you, they're just addicted to seeing the crash. Yeah, you know what I mean, they want that's they want to yeah. see you do just they want to see jokes not work just right. as bad as they want to see jokes work. That's fair. That's the reason why people go to comedy clubs. That's you fair. know what I mean? Yeah, like in droves to people see people go to open people mics. go to open mics. People yeah. go to fucking show cases and shit like that it's like they they care about like seeing the next guy be big and mm-hmm. good but what they really want to see is just somebody really lose their shit and have a mental breakdown What's, and that's you what? on social media yeah you yeah know? that's true that's a very good point um but I, I i dude i have no problem with what you do and what anybody does when they they've been through a journey and they want to share it i don't i also understand that you're a comic who the style of your podcast is you kind of have takes and you, I, yeah. and you run with them and i get it i, Dude, I get it from like a creative gets, creative aspect you're like gets crazy. here's who i have to be right now in this moment i'm going to defend the point i'm not even sure i believe it all that much that's this is what i'm seeing i'm not even sure if i believe it all that much but i want to be funny from this point of view right now that's where i'm yeah, at yeah i take a hard stance when i take a stance because Which I, I respect because i i believe that it's the, the middle isn't funny i think that if either yeah. and you can play yourself i go i'll go extra woke on people mm-hmm. To be funny. Funny, right. You know what I mean? And I'll go extra crazy toxic to be funny too. So it's just like, whatever is the funniest point of view, I'm going to take that and that's it. You know, but if you talk to me, you know, just chilling, I'm not, I don't give a fuck really that much. I I realize in my, what I do, I lose a lot of funny points, a lot of funny 
opportunities because I am kind of a middle guy. I yeah. want to learn. I want people to get a yeah, chance it's, to it's talk. standing on the sidelines comedically. Yeah, exa- yeah. Uh, yeah. there's yeah. some things I take hard stances on, but ultimately I don't really care about a lot of things enough to take hard stances on them. Well, and um, and I end up just being like this middle guy, and it's like I end up coming off as like a person who just wants to be everybody's friend and i feel like people have called me out on that but it's like listen if i wanted to be if i wanted to be liked by everybody i wouldn't do what i do because i know what i do makes a lot of people fucking hate me yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) totally i mean when i started writing my shit uh i think i was like a year in and i was writing i was writing but i was like i don't know i wasn't writing that much and it's kind of fucking around. And uh, Lampanelli told me, she was like, write everything. Write down just a list of shit that makes you angry. Mm. And write down a list of shit that you love. Yeah. And write down a list of shit that was going to make you cry. It just she was All she wanted to do was just get emotion out of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And once I started getting that emotion out, obviously anger filled the list. Right, but like, right, right. You know, you start, you start finding stuff that you can immediately tap into an emotion with yeah and emotion is funny like what it if is. you're if you're really delving deep into it it's funny right. so i think that's that's where you get your best shit yeah if you're standing in the middle uh it's it's really only funny if you're it's if it's personal and and people can laugh at your experience with it mm-hmm. so that's a fucking good point man yeah that's that's a good perspective to have i uh um i i feel i'm not as personally obsessed with being funny all the time for me it's more like 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 the way that i run my podcast for example yeah i think there's funny moments to it but i much rather have two people have a real conversation and comedic points just be allowed to be there they show up you know you could be telling like a fucked up story and there's something funny about it because that's where i decide to be funny but other than that like i like to kind of get that let that realness out like i was positive coming in here and that's my own judgment speaking but positive coming in here you were just going to come in and just fucking assault me the whole time yeah 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 because yeah. <laughs> I'm not really you know I get that that's maybe my that's my own insecurity and well, something also, I have to deal with also you don't know me that well I don't so it's I like don't. yeah, yeah. I, it was just off like that interaction I had with when I said the artist thing and then you immediately messaged me I'm like oh my god yeah. <laughs> like, is that the kind of guy he is like you know what I've been ducking not ducking me on the podcast but like like all these chances like to try to book it and it didn't go down but this was the thing that we were like let's podcast yeah, it yeah. was kind of like a duel at sundown bring everyone no, no, you know well, honestly just seeing someone's name or seeing something that they post and then i think of a funny thing to say to them or whatever it'll just make me go like oh yeah yeah i should fucking do that it, yeah. it wasn't like you know i i just i don't have the time of the day to really be you know freaked out or anything so right. but uh yeah you know I, I, what you were saying about the podcast being you know kind of not funny <laughs> and then you know you find the funny in it yeah i can't live in that i have to i have to do material i have to i have to throw every single punchline, and i do that and not in real life all the time but like when i'm supposed to be on i am throwing yeah you know and i the reason why i do that is because like i it just it's an insatiable need to get the next laugh and if i if i feel like i'm not getting the laughs then i'm i don't know what i'm doing mm. and i also feel like if we're just talking and it, uh, I, I don't know who cares right and i also really don't think anybody cares because <laughs> yeah, i think nobody's listening <laughs> yeah well the problem is is that like there's so many people out there who are putting out their experience and their journey via a podcast and no oh, and you had this and it's so fucking watered down because we all generally as human beings have the same experiences we all for the most part are a part of a greater whole that is it's just not we're none of us are really that authentic what's Hmm. authentic is the writing what's authentic is taking yourself and going like like this thing i read about kierkegaard 
you know, and this thing that I fucking saw at the bus station and this thing that I thought of and it's been coming up from my childhood. How do they all fucking match? And I'm going to write a really, really good bit about it, you know? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I just, I I need to have the creative process constantly shoved in to mm-hmm. everything because if it's not that I just, I go dead air and I get angry. Interesting. Yeah. I, I'm a workaholic in that sense. Yeah, I, guess. I yeah. get, for me... It's more about like how can I sit within moments that sh- on paper should be uncomfortable, right? Yeah. A moment where like oh, I'm not making anybody laugh right now. I'm just talking into a mic, just having a conversation yeah. with a person. There's supposedly an audience that's being captive on the other end of yeah. the on the other end of the airwave. If you yeah, but call you could it. just do that at dinner with your friends. Exactly. You know what I mean, you don't need yeah. to yeah. put out a podcast. Right? No, no, you're right. Right. <laughs> I, I, but then again, I one of the great fallbacks of calling a podcast yeah. good enough is that yeah. like <laughs> literally my brand is mediocrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like yeah. if you're you know if you're listening to this thing, you already know it's up. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the whole. And point. I'm not shitting on your podcast. Yes, you because are. I'm and glad to be on it. No, yeah. no, no, I'm glad to be here, and I do like you. Thanks, um, man. I like you too. Yeah, it's it, it's more. I'm just giving you wh- where I go. Yeah, and then this is what you're doing. No, I'm. And it's cool. One great thing about this podcast is if even if nobody's listening, I gain massive value from sitting down and understanding people because yeah, yeah. when i leave this room i take this into conversations that's that's another I'm, thing i, I can't i, I want to understand uh, who cares about other people i do i really I don't do. understand I lo- that. i love people so fucking much dude i, I, I love people I so much em. dude i hate them so dude, i could take that hard stance i really can i, yeah. I enjoy them even pieces of shit like i i want to know more about them i want to know right. why they are the way they are i want to okay. be able to connect with people i love it yeah <laughs> I, I get that and i do i do connect with people and i have helped a lot of people in different ways and i i i, I am right, easy with the reach uh, yeah. around dude All right. come on it's egregious no, no, no. i mean I'm, a, I'm a fucking yeah i'm, I'm basically gandhi so yeah. i get that <laughs> but but at the same time like when if, if i have somebody on my show and i look at i don't care about them yeah i don't and I, and I and i let them know hey this is hey the lights are on hey yeah you're doing material you're ripping mm-hmm. for an hour yeah i need to see your best work uh-huh. and then i'm going to also put in my best effort uh-huh. and when we come out at the end we're going to have a good show yeah that's and like funny. and and that's how i run it because i that's what i believe yeah. like that's how i believe and a lot of people take that as mean like cold uh like uh, he's like career driven to an extreme and he's like a dick and fuck him and i i just like yeah i, I take it seriously i don't know what you want have to do. you considered have you gotten into writing uh sketch yet yeah yeah see you seem like you would be a really good showrunner feel like that would be a good move for you yeah well day. that's why i host shows all over the fucking yeah, state well, all th- the time that's, that's yeah. what i that's what i want that's what i wanted to get into uh yeah. you know I, i'm not just like plugging it at the end i wanted you yeah. to talk a little bit more about unhinged uh what 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 you're doing with yeah on the production end of things because i i produce as well but not at that volume not at that you know you, you seem to have some more resources and are able to put on some really cool shows i see some big names show up on on what you're doing so yeah, talk yeah. about it a little bit especially in you know an environment where there's barely any shows anymore yeah i mean uh, we, we've stayed consistent we put out a show uh every saturday at a new venue we're doing not a new venue every time but we i've started three clubs in the past two years and the first one cool. i started did very very well basement it, it was yeah I Dude, mean, that was a fucking awesome room. It was probably one awesome of the best room. clubs that's been set up in Connecticut in terms of like a, you know, a medium-sized club. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. Stress Factory beats us because they're huge and they have more people. Yeah, that's a do- that, I mean... But it's we weren't even co- in competition with they them. They were a we dynasty. Were, yeah, you know, yeah. They, they already had a, a they're, massively they're, successful It's like me club. trying to compete with McDonald's. You exactly, know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't make any sense. So uh, I started that and that was very, very mm-hmm. successful. And it was just all about making sure the funniest people get time. 
That was it. Yes. If you're yes. funny, you get time. Right. And not like this, oh, well, he helped me out and that would No, no, no. You're funny, you get time. Yeah. I don't think you're funny. You're not on the stage. And like, that's where it gets, people are like, oh, he's a fucking dick. And I am a dick. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so that, that goes that way. And then, you know, pandemic happens. We started up another room. Now we have a new room coming out. BJ Ryan's in, uh, in Norwalk. It's actually the nicest room we've, we've worked on so far. Cool. It's beautiful. It's going to seat like 60 right now. Obviously there's only 25 people in attendance each show. It's a perfect We're going to have room. Rich Voss there yeah. in March <laughs> where, you know, Natalie Cuomo's coming, uh, ne- this week. I don't know when this comes out. She's hot. She's, She's so, so fucking, fucking hot, hot dude. dude. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's not comedy hot. That's just hot. Hot. That's hot. Just, hot that girl is fucking, fucking hot. sexy, yeah. dude. Oh, dude. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I just had to say that. I keep seeing her on flyers and then going oh, and creeping god. on her Facebook. I'm just like, I can't, uh, I can't help it. Yeah, she's fucking hot. So, so hot. Good and luck. Th- yeah, and then tonight, uh, tonight we're doing like, we had a, we held, held a comedy competition in uh at pinstripes and it's transferred over to the fairfield theater pinstripes is ambitious man what yeah the, we're done with them actually because okay. now we're bj ryan so i was gonna say them. the pinstripes what they were trying to put i don't want to even plug them anymore but no, like it what a fucking weird place they, so they're a bowling alley a pizza place a bocce court <laughs> a, a, a banquet yeah. hall yeah all, all of this started during a pandemic when all of these I things know. are useless i i well, don't know it was, it was created in the last mall right. ever made in america ever. so ever. it kind of makes sense that it would just be a mishmash of terrible what terrible ideas what's gonna happen with that norwalk mall that's so fucking crazy. Uh, i don't know i i hope it doesn't lose money because i love that city and yeah. i hope that yeah norwalk is cool fine. dude i i have a couple friends who live in uh sono and uh yeah it's 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 yeah. a it's a cool spot I, it needs to grow a little bit more because like yeah well it was on the really was, on the rise it was on the up and up uh, for sure previous to the pandemic yeah. so i think it's gonna be fine but yeah. you know i mean eventually i'll be in new york uh i was i you was on so? the cusp yeah of leaving of going yeah yeah right before the pandemic i mean i got past at a few clubs and you know i was gonna be doing like 20 30 spots a a month right in new york so i was ready to go hell yeah and then and now it's like all right we'll just rebuild connecticut again right you know because basically i'm the only one that fucking builds this goddamn state Mm -hmm. i mean i uh, on my hands and knees (laughs) making sure comedy happens here i mean yeah there are other people that are doing it but you know fuck them so you know it's whatever i it's it's tough i've run a couple of rooms here and there uh it's hard it's It's really really hard fucking you have to have an insane personality you really i walk in and if i see the waitress talking over the comic i will dress them down backstage yeah, yeah. you know what i mean right and like a lot of people won't do that right, because right, a lot right. of people aren't insane yeah exactly you know what i mean but i i am so attention to detail like insane like this is this is what i have like yeah, yeah. this is i i i'm a workhorse and yeah. i want this to go well mm-hmm. and if you get in my way i'm gonna knock you the fuck out yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and so that energy is only good in that scenario like so, i can't take that anywhere else so, unless I, wall street or some shit but i, I, ha- do I had this little room I think it was a little before you started comedy called Maria V's in yeah, yeah. um in in Shelton, right? Yeah. This fucking crazy woman wanted me to put on a show every two weeks, right? At this yeah. little fucking dive bar, towny dive bar. Yeah. And I'm I'm just me. I don't have anyone backing me or anything. I was just doing my own thing. Within like three or four months, I was doing out the math. I booked like a hundred twenty comics. Like yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. Just week to week thinking. It, thinking of that just like yeah. how to you know putting together some kind of a lineup that makes sense and you know am i just wasting my time here none of you know it's this fucking beat up room during, yeah. it was like i think the shows are on tuesdays not paying audience just fucking hell but like yeah they're gonna 
pay me for stage time. I paid all my comics, you know, yeah, not, yeah. not much, but I was able to give, I think I was able to give everybody like $20 spots or and something like that. And I think like it was that. a good room that you were running. I remember that. It, it was and something. You were doing like the Italian dinners and shit. Yeah, yeah, I've done some yeah. of those. Like, people will, you know, contact me to put on some sort of, like... That's the thing I'll... Just I'll, a, gui- a guinea fucking... Yeah, or, like, a country situation. club or, like, yeah. some sort of banquet hall. I'll put on those kind of shows. Um, yeah. It's kind of, like, an old-school way of booking shows. Like, I feel like I should take it a little more seriously and get, like, uh, a backer or something like that. I don't but, know if you should. I mean, it, I don't know if it really matters. Like, when I started doing comedy, I grabbed an amp and a microphone, and yep. I just walked from restaurant to re- restaurant, getting them to, to uh, let me do an open I mic. I did the same shit. Not you open know? mics. I would, I would do, like, a little, like, showcase or something mm-hmm. like that. But, yeah. Yeah, the same shit. I My first... My first like five shows that I put together, I think I was it was a microphone and a guitar amp. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. now now I have like an actual like you know PA or whatever. Yeah. Those things are sweet, but um, yeah, dude, it's it, Connecticut. You have to grind. You do. That's you do. It. You just have to. You have to create your own stage, and time. then you gotta leave. Yeah, you know, you can't be Pat Oates hanging out here for thirty years. Oof, yeah, you know what I mean. You, I'm just, I'm just saying you can't. Right. You can't do that. No, it's, it's a, that's a fair point. You know, and I, I I like him. I've done shows with him. I yeah, think yeah, he's a nice same. Guy. I just um, just don't think it's a realistic. Like and I, people want to make it here or whatever, and it's fine. But you're not going to, mm. and that's fine. Uh, yeah, that's true. You have to go. Well, it's the problem of being sandwiched into between two such major entertainment and comedy forces as like Boston. If and New you York. if you live in if you live you know within an hour or an hour and a half from New York City, and you're complaining about your scene, I mean. It's a good point. What are you doing? Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like, what you doing? Yeah. Put in the extra time and uh, just get in a car. And get in a car. You know what I mean? Get there. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, get in a car, uh, move, right. uh, change your life. If this is what you want to do. If it's then, what you want to do. Correct. You know correct, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of people there in comedy that it's not what they want to do. They just like doing it. Yeah. And, that's, and I, I've, I've heard you, uh, I've heard you speak on this a few times, how you're very dead set. And I think you have an honest shot at being like a working comic and I want to sell out there. arenas. Yeah, exactly. I, w- I wake up every day and I think about how I'm going to sell out an arena. You yeah. know what I mean? And I figure, and I do everything I can to get to that point. I wake up every day. I fucking hack at that tree. I write a new bit. I go do something. You know what I mean? Like I'm working on setting up this show in front of this person and do that way. I don't, I don't sleep because I know that that's what I have to do. And that's mm-hmm. what I want to do. And it's the only thing. Here's the problem: is that like I have no real skills. Like I, yeah. I held a corporate job, right? And like women are in the workplace now, and they're yeah. great, yeah, and they're fucking awesome, uh-huh. and they have their ponytails and their fucking Starbucks coffees, and they have their color coded reports, right, and they're right. dope. Yeah. And the reason, and the thing is, is like these girl bosses. I can't compete with them because I'm a shithead. Yeah. When I was in high school, if you opened my locker, it looked it didn't look like anyone was going to school. Right. It looked like a locker that you saw at like a port authority in Jersey. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like <laughs> shit flowing everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I went to class with a with a pen that didn't have ink in it <laughs> because I was like, oh, this is a this is a prop. Right. This is a prop. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm not gonna take notes. Right, so this right. is my prop for uh-huh. like pretending I'm doing this. So like I don't have any real skills. This is all I have. Right. I have the gift of gab. I have comedy. I have I have fucking a lot of energy and a lot you of do. drive. Yeah. And I'm going to put all of those to work until I get to the top and I'm going to fucking cut some knees. You know what I mean? I'm going to yeah. take some people out. Yeah. And like, if you're not that way, then it's, it's very hard. And right. like, it sounds, there's going to be a lot of people listening to this. No, there there's going to be a few people. <laughs> there's the people that listen to this yeah. that don't get that brain. Yeah, don't yeah. get me. Are gonna be like, oh, God, that guy's a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. Or like, man, that guy, 
I, I don't know. I never want to fucking be around that person, but I'm not really like that. You know what mm. I mean? I hold that in a, a crevice. Right. And I don't, I try not to, I try not to be that all the time, but you know, we're talking about it on the podcast. That's what it is. Yeah. And like Andrew Schultz said it the best. If you, if you're just planning to make money in comedy, you're going to quit in two years. Yeah. If you just want to make a living, you're just stop. Mm -hmm. It's over. Right. You know what I mean? But if you're planning to sell out arenas, you will make money. Right. Right. And that's, that's the way I look at it is like, I'm going to go to the very top. My show is going to be the best show it can be in this studio. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be the best. Yeah. And I'm going to make it the best and I will not stop until it is. And then I'm going to go to the next network and the next, and and it's just going to keep going. And I right. won't, I won't like accept it not being perfect because like I said, I have a new life. This is what I've always dreamed of mm -hmm. doing. I've always dreamed of making people laugh every single day. Yeah. So to, to not accept that would be... I don't know. I mean, what uh, amazing thing is like Freud would talk about causa sui, which is basically your reason for life, mm -hmm. the reason to live, right? And he said, if a man loses that, he loses himself and he eventually dies. And uh, and he dies before he's dead. Right. He, he is a living death. Yeah. He walks around dead. And you see that. You see that at every Enterprise rental car or any oh, yeah. fucking Hertz or any of these places where people are assistant managers and talking about... Ah, da, da, da. They're dead. Mm -hmm. You know? And not all of them. There's a lot of great people in this world who are doing jobs that suck and they're getting by and they have things... I'm not saying that. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you lose, if you lose your reason for life, you die before you're dead. Your reason for life could be, I love God. I love going to church. Mm -hmm. I love praising him. Your reason for life could be the love that you share with your partner. Yeah. My reason for life is making you laugh. Right. If I lose that, or if I lose the ability to be the best at that, mm -hmm. I die. Yeah. Whew. Right? Intense. I get it. I get it. Maybe you might want to throw uh, captivating people in there as well. Cause not all of that was hysterical, but goddamn, did you lock me in? <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's laughing, but everyone's like, "Yeah, I need to either take a shit or jack off right now." I don't know what's going on, but I'm all just <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> you built some real tension there, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I love philosophy, man. I could tell. I, I could I, tell. I, I had no idea. I, I, I dude, I, I read, I read insane amounts about, um, about death and what we do to repress it, and I yeah. read. A lot of Freud. I read a, read a lot of like Kierkegaard and all these guys. All these guys that I just think were brilliant. And I think that figuring out why you're here is easier than people make it. Hell yeah! Now uh, I'm gonna interject real quick because um, there's a real yin and yang ha thing happening over here right now because everything you just said, I I agree with. I've yeah. used that mentality to do things yeah. in my own life, and I think a lot of us have at one point or another used all that kind of energy to get to a spot. Right. Right. So it's called good enough, right? The podcast yeah. and the message that the, the message, the thing that I talk about, the overarching theme that I push on people is like, it's kind of a message to all the people you were just mentioning. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the person who's dead walking around at, uh, you know, at the car rental place, maybe they are struggling with depression and every day for them, it's not about selling an arena. Right. It's about waking up and not blowing their brains out. And for me, that's good enough because yeah. there is this, I feel like a lot of people push this idea that you have to get better and better every day. And every day that you don't, it's a wasted fucking day. Right. Well, some people well, being you, you, okay is a fucking challenge yeah. and I want to commend people for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I uh, agree leading, with you. leading a fulfilled life is my life's philosophy. Just yes. getting up every day and feeling like I didn't waste that day. I, I, whatever I did with it, maybe I didn't make 
money or progress my career, but I put in enough, I put in hard work. I got better at a thing I love, or I had a good conversation with a person. I connected with somebody, whatever it is. I just, my, my goal is to That's lead a your cause of Sui. You exactly. have one, right? Exactly. But I'm saying, um, yeah. I feel like a lot of, for a lot of people, I, what I try to put out there is like, Hey, I know you're just getting by. But that's okay. It's okay it to be is. just getting it by. It absolutely is. You know and I mean? I'm not, and I, I keep like almost going back to like, I'm not saying this. Right. What I'm saying is this. It's the mentality and, you need to accomplish yeah. the goal that you have. Because your goal's big. It's big. And also because I've spent weeks not able to get out of bed, so depressed, right. I want to die. Right. I've been at the top of my building, a four story building, ready to jump off and kill right. myself. Right. Like I have experienced the very, very low, like if I, if I have a meal that day I've done well mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I, I I know what that's like and there are different points in your life where success looks different right yeah if you're trying to get yeah, sober yeah, yeah. then not drinking that day but fucking a prostitute is still good it's better than you've won yeah yeah still right so like um what I'm saying is there are, you don't you don't have to be on this like fucking uphill climb of like i'm gonna take over the world mm -hmm. you don't have to be that way you just have to take your march and yeah. make it worthwhile every day right yeah i'll and and some days you're gonna fail every Fuck two yeah. weeks every two to three weeks i get so depressed i can't move mm -hmm. it's just what happens yeah, i have yeah. i have a chemical imbalance and i'm i'm hyper manic and i i work my ass off and mm -hmm. i put in 20 hours of work in 24 hours right and then i burn out and i lose my shit and i can't move for yeah. two days and then I replay it, and I and I'm trying to make that less and less. I'm trying to get better, mm -hmm. but you know, it's not it's not a perfect thing. I'll, you know? I'll speak to some of your mindset as we slowly start to wrap this up. I'll speak to yeah. some of your mindset of some an aspect of it I understand, which is some I I never understood it early on in life, but I understand it a lot better now. It's uh it's discipline, right? D having yeah. some sort of discipline and the idea the thing with discipline for me my personal struggle with discipline is that when i'm being disciplined i'm on on i'm i'm disciplined to shit and i do what i need to do mm -hmm. and i won't falter because a a moment of a lack of discipline can lead to a total lapse of discipline it's a staircase yeah. that you could just trip down yeah. and it's like I'm trying to stay off sweets and I know that you just offered me a peppermint because you're a fucking 80 year old man. That was a weird example, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I know you're offering me a piece of candy yeah. and you're like, what's one piece of candy going to do? I'm like nothing. One piece of candy will lead to two to three to the whole bag to me being a hundred pounds again and I a hundred pounds heavier again. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's actually fucking happened to me. Yeah, yeah. And well, that's kind of the way that I look at discipline in general. So from, from your point of view, yeah, if you fall off for a second of that mindset, Maybe you're going to quit fucking comedy. <laughs> Maybe. Know? Yeah. I mean, I could scream like this for an hour and then after the show tonight, just be like, I'm hanging it up. Yeah, you know? exactly. Could happen. Exactly. But I have, I don't think that would happen. No, but, no. But like what you're experiencing there, because what you're talking about is an addiction, a food mm -hmm. addiction, yeah, yeah. which I definitely relate to. Mm -hmm. um, you're just experiencing powerlessness, right? Yeah. It's like what you're realizing is that you're powerless over that peppermint. You're powerless over that piece of cheese. You're mm -hmm. powerless over that piece of bread. Mm -hmm. And there's there's this thing where people go I'm powerless so I can't right but it but it creates almost a resentment in the back of their mind well, mm -hmm. why can't I well, I should yeah. be I should a, be able to do it well I'll have I'll have one and I'll go crazy and whatever yeah. fuck you, you, and you right you but, create like a self fulfilling prophecy by having that mindset exactly but acting powerless is knowing that the thing is there and going. I just can't do that and that's okay right. and I'm still full I'm still a human I'm still happy I just can't do that fuck yeah and that's all right yeah you know so like 
you know, it, it doesn't always need to be the self-flagellation of like, I did this one thing. So now, now I'm going to fucking really go off the rails. It can just be like, I don't, I don't want that. And if I do it, it's okay. I'm going to be okay. I may go in the hole for a few days, but it doesn't mean I'll never come out. Fuck yeah, dude. A lot of fucking layers of, of Bo that I did not know about. Real quick before I get into the last question. Um, yeah. Why is your first name Bo? That doesn't sound like a northerner's name. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I always so, just assumed that yeah. you're from, just from the fact that you look like a corn-fed motherfucker and yeah, your name yeah. is Bo. I just assumed you were from like Kentucky South, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's Bo. Uh, it's it's uh, it's spelled B-E-A-U. So it's a French name. Like I said, I have like a million different ancestors. One okay. of them founded the city of New Orleans. Holy he was a shit. yeah. He was a uh, is de Beaujeu, and uh, mm -hmm. they came down. They founded the city, and if you go down to the French Quarter, you'll see De Beaujeu streets and, and Domville that's your streets. Relative. Yeah, those are those are my people, um, or a, a sect of them. A, one it of them, just, right. It fucking goes everywhere, yeah. like anybody's ancestry. Also, everyone, it took a lot of people to fuck to get you here, man. Everyone all, in all my family is all alcoholics, so yeah. they're all drunks, and they you know they fuck like crazy. So it's just yeah, it's yeah. just crazy people all over the place. So uh, yeah, he came down, and then we always took that as a family name and ran with it. So my full name is James de Beaujeu McDowell. That's fucking crazy. And that in badass. American we go de Beaujeu. Yeah. And Bo is a is a name that better encapsulates what I look like rather than James. Right. So you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It just you look way more like a Bo for yeah, sure. Yeah. And I also like I was born. I was huge when I was born, and and, and I ate everything. And you're the, what six four? Uh, yeah. And my my folks were like, hey, we're not calling this kid James. He's yeah. Bo. So yeah. that was it. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So. Um, with this podcast, even if I were to quit it tomorrow, I yeah. would still leave it hosted. I'd still leave it up there just for you know people to listen to forever how long it'll be around. Yeah. So I like to think that we're speaking something into infinity when we use when we talk into these mics. Sure. So I end every episode by asking my guest to speak something into infinity, whether that be like a little piece of something for everybody to remember them by, a piece of advice, just a last little thing to say into the mic before we do your plugs and get you on out of here. So Bo, if you would, please speak something into infinity. Something into infinity. Um, the Bonos podcast is available. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, love yourself. That's it. Fuck yeah, Bo. I love it. God damn it. This, I was I was pumped for this episode for so many reasons, but yeah. the biggest was just a surprise with all the layers. There's yeah. a lot to you, Bo. You're a big guy, and there's something something located in every my, little my fucking buddy, nook of you. <laughs> my buddy says to me every time he talks to me, he learns something new, and he gets more scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man um watch so, my show please yeah no 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 yeah tell everybody where they could find you plug it all so the bono show obviously b-e-a-u um records out of this studio it's out of this studio um and it's uh it's available on youtube it's available on apple it's available on spotify but in order to get to all those things just follow me on instagram it's at bo mcdowell comedy spell that um, for him again b-e-a-u-m-c-d-o-w-e-l-l comedy um you can get there you're gonna be able to see all my clips i got tons of stand-up on there and then it, you know the link goes straight to youtube all that shit so um the youtube show is really where people like to watch it because they can see me and like i said i'm extremely fucking handsome so mm -hmm. yeah um honestly guys get on that he he's putting out a lot of fucking content for a guy who you know is is you know he has he, fuck i that that made it sound like it was going to be an insult but like yeah. yeah most people are famous when they're putting out the amount of content you're doing but it's like you're i, I do, feel like yeah. you're gearing up to be famous and you got a real fucking shot at it he's a funny dude he has that fucking drive to be a household name one day so fucking like get on it now so you could be a hipster about it five yeah. years from now and i'll be at any theater near you in the next five years hell fucking yeah now of course you can find me at uh at 93 on instagram at stefabro uh on twitter 
at good enough podcast on Instagram for anything directly related to the podcast. And uh, is that everything you got for us today, Bo? Also, no beef to Pat Oates. I do, I do like him, and uh, it just came that, up in conversation. That was not in any way a dig, and uh, I hope you all send me texts and get angry. Awesome. On that note, everybody, drink more water and be nicer to each other. Love yourself. That's it. <laughs>